Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 188 days Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. In his evening video address, President Volodymyr Zelensky informed that Russia continued shelling of Ukrainian cities, Kharkiv, Mykolaiv, and others. Just one Russian shelling of Kharkiv took the lives of five people yesterday, another 12 were wounded. The president stressed that the armed forces of Ukraine are doing everything possible to provide an appropriate response to this horrible terror. Volodymyr Zelensky said that active hostilities are taking place almost along the entire front line. He thanked the warriors of the brigades who are defending the Avdiivka and Bakhmut directions in Donbass. Zelensky reminded that the Russian military command was instructed to capture the Donetsk region by the end of August. The end of August is already here, there is still a Ukrainian flag over Donbass, said the president. The general staff of Ukraine informs that the enemy does not stop trying to reach the administrative border of the Donetsk region, reports Union. Fierce battles take place in the Bakhmut and Avdiivka directions near Kodema, Zaitseve, Piski, Pervomaiske and Marinka. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky met in Kyiv Rafael Grossi, director general of the International Atomic Energy Agency and head of its mission to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, reports Interfax Ukraine. The president again stressed the need for a complete demilitarization of the power plant. He expressed hope that together with international organizations, Ukraine will be able to return the plant under its full control and force Russia to withdraw all its military personnel and weapons from there. According to the occupational authorities, the mission will be given only one day to see the power plant, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Ukraine stands for a complete ban on the issuance of tourist visas for Russian citizens by EU countries, in particular because the travel of Russians to Europe for decades had no positive impacts on Russian society, reports Radio Liberty. According to the Minister of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine, Mitro Kuleba, since the procedure of getting EU visas was simplified in 2007, Russia has launched wars against Georgia and Ukraine. Committed murders of opponents of the Putin regime on the territory of European states and other crimes. He noted that the narrative about the alleged Putin's war is self-deception, which some European politicians resort to, because the absolute majority of Russians openly support the war against Ukraine. At the same time, the minister stressed that the window of opportunity should be kept open for real opponents of the Putin regime, dissidents, as well as people who need a visa for humanitarian reasons. Germany announced that it will support the idea to suspend the simplified visa regime for Russia and issuing multiple entry and multi-year visas, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The issue of potential visa restrictions for Russians will be discussed at a meeting of EU foreign ministers in Prague on August 31. Eastern EU members, in particular Russia's immediate neighbors Estonia and Finland, are promoting the idea of banning tourist visas most actively. At the same time, France, Germany and the countries of Southern Europe, which are interested in Russian tourists, continue to oppose it. According to the EU's head of diplomacy, the countries are unlikely to agree on a complete ban on tourist trips, but may agree to certain changes to the current rules for issuing visas to Russian citizens. 
In particular, they can make them more expensive and extend the time it takes to receive them. According to the results of the Razumkov Center survey, 36% of Ukrainian refugees abroad plan to return to Ukraine after they are convinced that it is safe to be in the area where they lived, reports Slovo Idilo. Another 35% plan to return to Ukraine immediately after the end of the war, 13% a year or several years after, 7% after the enterprise where they worked resumes operations or they are sure that they will find another job at home. 11% plan to return in the near future and 7% do not plan to return home at all. Ukraine received 4.6 billion US dollars in foreign aid in August, which is a record since the start of the invasion, reports Interfax Ukraine. Minister of Finance Serhii Marchenko said that it became possible due to the recent 3 billion US dollars grant from the US through the World Bank. According to him, Ukraine also expects to receive 1.5 billion US dollars in grant assistance from the US in September and some more assistance from the EU, which has promised 9 billion euros but allocated only 1 billion so far. Our Patreon supporters get access to a cool new series on wartime life in Ukraine. To join the club, follow the link in the description below. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.